What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 33. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, two seashell-collecting space pirates, Dave Grimma, Dan Colonna. Hi, guys. Uh, How's it going? I, I believe the proper terminology is space shell because of the current game, Mark. Ah, Dan. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Well, I guess Space Shell is correct because we're talking about Flint Hook today, mm-hmm. one of Dan's picks. Yeah. And I think mixed results is looking by Dave's well, face. We, as he, we didn't even... Yeah. Well, look, listener, ignore that. We're, we just barely started. All right. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, okay. is, it, it is what it is. But before we get into Flint Hook, I need hey. to tell you... I need to oh, bring boy, this podcast hands. way off the rails because there was something that <laughs> I was see? thinking about. Right. I was watching Back to the fists. Future the other day. Oh, God. Hold on. I've ne- I've no, never no, seen no, 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 I'm, I'm fully invested now. <laughs> yeah. Forget so I was game. watching Back to the Future, and there were a couple of things that... It gets me every time. I was watching the first one, and I was like... And I, I thought of a couple of things, but like at the Are we end... talking Continuum? When, at the end of one... Mar- yeah, about the Continuum. Because oh. when, like, when Marty gets back at the end... Wait, what's the Continuum? The whole the space-time, space-time continuum. continuum. The story and oh. how the whole plot... Why did uh, I ask that question? Yeah. You know, anyway, when he gets back to what I'm going to call... Um, Alternate 1985, the first alternate 1985, where in the first movie, in the first movie, in he the comes first back, movie, he has he gets... changed 1955. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Right? He still, <laughs> yeah. when he gets back, he sees himself getting the time machine. Right. That's and that Marty is Marty Prime. That's Beta Marty. Alpha right. Marty comes back. Alpha Marty from the from the past from 1955. Okay. Right. We see Beta Marty yeah, in yeah. the time machine. You can say one or two for the sake now, of the... Beta. Yeah. So okay. Beta, Beta Marty... Beta. Omega Marty <laughs> runs into a tree. But here's what I was thinking. I'm like, because there's no way that that Marty was the same as the original Alpha Not anymore, Marty. no. No. Right? He grew up with rich parents. Right? Yeah. Right. But but he oh, also because he goes back and he changes things. Oh, yeah. that's no. true. Yeah, but so he like, also like, grew up like with Jennifer like... Jennifer doesn't react to like alpha marty you know being any different he can't be the same see, guy i mean it's but true then isn't there the whole concept then that if he went back and changed things and made his life awesome that he maybe never even would have traveled through time yeah that's what dave's getting like at a... because uh, like let's I... say let's say this uh he said beta marty is the one that marty throughout the movie watches himself go <sighs> the marty that had the good upbringing <laughs> might not have worked for Doc Brown, and thusly yeah, he maybe, wouldn't have been maybe. the assistant. I also, I also was thinking it would be funny in the movie, although obviously it would have complicated things because people would have thought about this. But like, yeah, because I'm sure people uh, really thought he was deeply playing the about guitar the and he's continuum. looking at the picture and like you know, and they kiss at three punches. Like obviously he feels empowered, uh, yeah. George McFly, and he's acting all different now. He's gonna be a school president and stuff it would be funny if like after his brother and sister return to the photo and he returns to the photo if like more kids start showing up like more mcflies he's the most virile form of himself because they're like out of love when in the in the original 1985 like she's all depressed uh Lorraine. Yeah. See, that's another thing you could even think about. Maybe if they were so successful, they wouldn't even want to have kids. Oh, right. Because they're like, why are we going to ruin our life with children? <laughs> yeah. He just undoes his own birth. Like, check it out. I'm a successful author with a cool house. That's it. I'm set. I don't need kids I'm to set. offset the sadness. I, just want, I want a penguin. In my <laughs> just see Marty turn into a penguin. <laughs> uh. Well, I think you're pointing out how 
time travel movies don't make any sense I mean, really in movies and, but still yeah, but that being said <laughs> not in real life look anyway there's a good theory okay. about time there's a theory about time travel that you can't offset it too much like yeah i mean doctor who believes in that stuff like there are certain things who are what? that are oh, time locked that was weird. Time locked Doctor events. Who talk. Uh-huh. What's that episode? Blink. Let's talk about no. that. No. <laughs> How did you know? I guess every time. That's the only one that Dan ever talks about. I can't stand it. it. I'm not going to blink right now. I'm not going to do it the whole time. Don't do it. Oh. Wait, is that a bad thing to blink in that episode? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. It's the worst oh. thing. Don't blink. It's impossible. Okay, because they were like, there are these, what are they called? What are the angels, angels. called? Angels. It's, it's like weeping angels. That's all I remember. So I'll let you guys they're, know. They're weeping angel right statues. They're like they 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 have like the boom mechanic. They can't move while you're looking Sonic at them. Sonic boom. Ooh, uh, that's yeah. creepy. And you know, if you blink, like, like Mario, like you know, oh, the ghosts. Mario. They can't. Are you saying the booze, the ghosts, Mark? Oh, and Mario, the they don't. I know it hasn't been that long since you played a Mario game. I thought you said boom, like Sonic boom. I no, was like, oh, the best boom. game ever. Guile, <laughs> Sonic. Boom? But like, yeah, the weeping angels are like because they're statues that cover their faces but like if the lights are out where you can't see them they move and then you see like their yeah monster there's faces. a game there's a co-op game that's like that i forget what it's called i saw a lot of let's plays there's like these characters and it's like two people so one character has to because of be looking at one of them while the other person then does things red light green light called. that's like a game i played in it's, school Red Light Green Light. It's actually Red Light Green Light. You'd have to Red Light Green Light 1, 2, 3. It was a PC game, and it was scary. (laughs) (laughs) That is an every man for themselves game. Anyway, Dan, besides Red Light, Red Light Green Light, Dan, what are you doing with your guys? Oh, man. I feel like I'm confessing this, but I'm playing Elite Dangerous. You guys know it, but I'm ready to talk about it more now. So, like, Elite Dangerous just came out on the PS4, just to date this episode a bit, and it's a two-year-old space sim, space flight sim. Yeah. You know, it's one of those genres that hasn't seen a lot of love outside of the PC almost ever. And I don't know why. I think it's a great genre. Well, the controls are probably the big reason. And this game... So, all right. Let, before you, 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 you have go, a flight stick? I, I can get a flight stick if I really wanted to. <laughs> so you both make flight stick motions. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. I'm glad that viewer, listener... They, they were I'm just, holding <laughs> my fist out in front of me, listener. And, I'm pretending and you're, to hold a dongle. And you're twisting it all around, around just like real flight sticks work. <laughs> Dave, it's like you're actually a pilot. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Pull um, up! Get with all the anyway. G's and the Z's. So it, it's basically the kind of game where Forward you... Forward thrusters. What? <laughs> just trying to talk about Elite Dangerous. We're, 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 just, we're just undermining your story. That's yes. weird. You guys Elite never dangerous. undermine the things I'm saying during episodes. <laughs> that was All right, now I feel bad for myself. That's terrible. Um, This is the Pity Podcast yeah, with Dave and Colonna. Everybody feel bad for me. Uh. <laughs> I'm so sad. No, so you get the ship, and then you can transport goods. You can assassinate other ships, and then whatever ship you buy kind of determines what class you're playing. So I'm playing a trucker, basically, where I, I, I get to stuff your long and how exciting. bring it to other places. But do I'm you have making to fuel up halfway. What you do if you if you go too far, you have to make sure you, you fuel up. Or else you're out of gas, and then exciting. you know. But you, you know, that's it's, it's not that exciting. But I'm saving <laughs> for a cool fighter. Can you just fighter. like not use fuel because you're in space and like? This is why I was talking to you about space inertia? physics. I was like, is this part of the continuum where Marty Beta goes into Beta Force? No, anyway. No, Mark. Obviously, <laughs> it's not. It's a separate time-space continuum. Wait, so I have questions. Hang hit on. Me, hit me, I'm hit gonna me. go to where my he's question going. Thing. He doesn't need roads. 
Right, exactly. Right. Dave gets it. Right, because it's space. So it's kind of like, it's like an MMO. <laughs> it kind is. Of, because it is. Yeah. Well, and you can like play in solo play and you don't lose anything, but it's kind of boring when you don't have like the risk of dying. So so the downside to being a, tra- a traitor is that I have am no a target protection. because I have cool stuff mm. on me at all times flying yeah. around. So I have a ship You're like right a now. heist waiting to happen. Exactly. And I'm like... He's the Bellagio flying in space. Exactly. And everybody is Danny Ocean. And that's... Yeah, so that can happen. That's why I'm trying to get a fighter. So that I... So do you like it? I think I do like it because... What do you mean you're trying to get a fighter? You're trying to get a friend to play as a fighter? So this is why I keep talking to Mark about the game because he could just be my mercenary and we can go on missions together. Uh, he wants to How's use his dog fighting like in the tool. game? Anyway. Dog fighting? Well, I've only dog fought in a terrible yeah. ship. I've only fought. <laughs> you only Michael Vick in one occasion. <laughs> terrible. I don't want to make jokes about him on the podcast. Hashtag free Michael Vick. Hashtag uh, jokes from five years ago. Anyway. You're really bubbly. Well, now, now the episode's not dated at all. Um, I mean, is there any more prominent dog fighter? No. Can Michael we just spe- talk about it in terms of planes? Thank you. <laughs> no, we can. I, I tried, but clearly not. With Maverick is a is a dogfighter. Cool. Iceman was his so, guy. <laughs> the dogfighting's cool in the game. Jester. Uh, I've had bad shit. I hate this. T-bone. Goose. I think I'm done. Play Elite Dangerous. I'm sorry. Be a space I'm trucker. I'm trying to think of funny call signs. I can tell. Wet towel. <laughs> I can name my ship that for you if you'd like. That would be pretty good. Anyway, I'm sorry, Dad. No, th- that's it. That's pretty much but you, it. So you need someone to cover your, your rear. Or I can just start getting fighters myself. And there's also mm. the ability to But get then a, you won't be a trucker anymore. You're well, true calling. What I'm saying, you, you can cool get a, a freighter that has fighter bays, and then I can hire NPCs or Mark to come out of, like, if I get attacked, it's like, release the fighters, and then you launch... Mm-hmm. And then, and I can come out like, and you can come out like Starbuck on Battlestar yeah. Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it seems cool. It's, it's just time. Time is of the essence well, lately, and I just don't know if I have the time. Tell me about how much time you game. don't have right now. I want to hear all the things okay. that are keeping you from our space journeys together. Mm-hmm. The space journeys. Well, I I played through Next Machina, like mm-hmm. uh, I think we mentioned earlier. I don't even know if we were recording at that point, but I played Next Machina, and. You know, it's the new Housemark game. Uh, and I remember last time we were talking on the podcast, I was kind of saying I was like in a funk. I couldn't really enjoy something. This is the got pity me podcast. really out of funk. The pity podcast. <laughs> I feel bad for me. I don't like my games. <laughs> but it was, you know, arcadey and simple and w- fun. Wasn't what you needed? Exactly. You know, the Housemark does twin stick shooters, I think, better than anyone else. And it was one of those games, like, I hit a certain point. It was like, okay, I can keep playing this and grinding to try to get further. But I beat the game, and I posted on the, the Facebook at the ending of... Uh, that was the normal mode. It looked insane. There's, like, four difficulty. That was easy. That was normal. And then there's a harder mode after that, and then the master mode. What the heck? And, yeah, and it's not as bad as you think. Like, once you really understand the enemies and the patterns and the mm-hmm. way they, they attack and things and your abilities, like, I could totally see it, but it kind of ties in a lot with Flinthook, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later. Like, it's really just kind of these runs, and if you mm-hmm. fail, like... Well, you failed. You can try again. So I just realized like, I can keep plugging away at this. Like it'll be always a game luck I'll go back to if it's fun. But you know, mm. if I need like something to take my mind. But most of my time is spent with Persona Five. Finally, man. Yeah. Now I'm you like, get to tell me about a game that I don't understand no. because everyone's coming to me. I'm sorry. I just I keep hearing it's about it. 
so good. So is it? good. Like, exactly. Um, like I don't, I'm with you right now. I'm usually like yeah. Like I haven't played an RPG RPG since like I played through seven and ten like not too long ago. But re- before re-releases. that, it's been a really long time since I played through like a, like a full RPG. Yeah. And I played I played some Persona Four and. It's just there's a lot there's a lot to those games that it just it wasn't in the right mindset for it. But right now I'm like 20 hours in. Um, all my if this we were at a poker table I'd be pushing all the chips. Towards so the you're just, I'm just in. I'm all in right now. Yeah. So all right, like, give me some of your favorite things about this game. It's what makes this game can. good. It's like, why should I play it? You, when you think about characters in an RPG, like you get to know them over the course of the adventure, and it's this epic scope. You know, like when I think of like Barrett and Tifa, and we're going, and we have this nice moments where we're on a beach, but then we're on an airship. It's like all these cool moments you're experiencing together. Like for most, not most, but like Do you a tell lot of to get a tan or to to not get too much sun. Not too much sun. She's a delicate flower, yeah. and then she dies. Anyway, spoilers. <gasps> um, <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But um, uh, so much of this game is just like high school friends, like just messing around. Like you play this kid who, you got into some like trouble, uh, and you end up getting moved to a new school, and you're meeting new kids. And a lot like there is the half part. It's like dungeon crawling. You have your personas, which are kind of like Pokemon, Pokemans. Okay. Okay. Nice. And you're doing all those things, but then the other half of it is like like a relationship simulator, and you can build your relationships Dave with loves characters. These. Yeah, and it's like, or I can go to the gym and work out, oh, or I, I could that. go to the bath and build up my charm. Like, there's all, there's so many just different activities, and like it's made from the same guys who did Catherine. There's so many activities. <laughs> I was just thinking of Step Brothers. Like, and we have so, we much, have so much room for activities. <laughs> Basically, like, and it, it's it's made by the same guys who did Catherine, so it's got like the same aesthetic. Hey, Atlas, I swear right? the bar is like the same. But it, it kind of has those, like, segments. It's like you can build relationships, but then you play the game. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love all the characters. There's so many, like, just, like, funny moments. Like, there was one moment where when you're in the the other realm, when you're using your personas to, like, change, like, you're basically diving into people's, like, subconsciousness to, like, change their minds. And Inception? when you when you're there, that you get like a superhero mean. outfit almost. And like when you first do it, not every character gets it at the same time. So your main character gets it first, and the other uh, kid uh, Ryuji, I'm gonna pronounce that properly. He's just like, oh man, you look so cool. And one of your options like you jelly? Question mark. I'm like, oh, yeah, geez. you jelly. <laughs> it's just like it's it's like it's lighthearted. It's like this big epic story, but all the characters seem very. Mm-hmm cool and interesting and there is that kind of japanese culture thing where some things i'm like that's kind of bizarre like one of the people right now my teacher who's like my main teacher she's also a maid after school okay which is kind of like a prostitute a little bit is the implication and like you can invite her over and you can have a relationship with your teacher and it's like that as a teacher this makes me feel very (laughs) but it's it's quite like and she's like yeah, she's like dressed in a maid outfit. And she calls you master. I'm like, this That's is a lot. weird. It's a little much. But but now love role it. reversal. Really. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there's just so many facets to it. I and I I'm flirting with the idea of platinuming it. I, I get it. Flirting because there's romance in the game. I understand. There you go. That's the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wouldn't be. It's not like I have all the things I need to do. It mm-hmm. might get a little grindy towards the end. So I don't know, hundred percent. But like right now, there's. 
again, the date this episode we're recording in, in July. So like, there's nothing really until like mid-August that I'm dying to play. Yeah. So I have time. So I, I might go the distance, but I don't know. So you're going to hear me talk a lot of Persona the next few podcasts. Probably now, it's going to happen. Like, so we'll, should we'll I ask, just We'll ask about the teacher later. Yeah. And we'll see how, how, how she's doing. <laughs> I think I know the girl I would like to go for. I think I, I but I don't know what our circumstances. Does that are affect be. your like party makeup? Like, will they get stronger in battle because yeah, you're dating them? It, well, d- depending on your relationship, the closer you are, you will unlock perks like oh. with their with their abilities. Like, I know with the teacher, what do I get? Sometimes because I have a close relationship with the teacher in class, she will let me just kind of not pay attention, so then I can do other things like read books that will build other skills. So there is a benefit to it. <laughs> so but, uh, funny. Yeah, it, it's very weird, but I'm, I'm, I'm all in. All in. Pushing chips. There it is. Okay. Um, I'm glad you're doing Persona some 5. Of us, some of us are not all in on the game we played, or some of us were on, which was Flint Hook, the game of the day. Dan, yeah. you let's picked Let's just say Flint I wasn't Hook. hooked I, on Flint. Well, let's, let, let's <laughs> well, get there. Is. Let's get yeah. there together. Do you want me to read this? Yeah, please. please tell, tell us what this I, game I is about, Dan. I, I, I don't even know. What's this hook? Great news for you guys. Some <clears throat> Men in Black just memorable wiped me. Don't worry, it'll come back Flint after hook. Dan tells us. Live the, the life of a space pirate, Captain Flint Hook. <laughs> armed, Captain? armed with your mighty hook shot, your uncanny slow motion powers, your trusty blasma pistol, pl- plunder and fight. I can't read. I don't even know what these voices are. You're I don't know. Like, I like the melding. pirate voice. Can we bring him back? <laughs> Live Let's the life the of a space, Captain Flinthook. That It's so terribly worded. Armed with your mighty hook shot, your uncanny slow motion. Pa- I always go Irish. <laughs> I can teach you. He's an Irish pirate. <laughs> Trusty blaster pistol, fire your way through an infinite variety of randomly assembled spaceships for treasure. Loot me me pot of gold. Fame for me pot of gold, yar. <laughs> Every anyway, time I try to do a pirate game. voice, it becomes Irish pirate, and I don't know how to There's start one type Irish of pirate. pirate. Irish. So, sorry. Uh, anyway, Dan tags my favorite. Oh, part. we got the tags. tags. How could I forget? Give me the tags. I can read these in the pirate voice. Action, indie, adventure, <laughs> <laughs> pixel graphics. <laughs> there it is. Dave's got and it to the giggle factor. Like. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's action and adventure and the pixel graphics. And our favorite genre, roguelike, I'm by far. In, in embarrassment right now. <laughs> Dave, I couldn't understand anything, dude. Dan's Irish bro. Oh, okay. Can you translate? It's <laughs> um. First of all, it's a roguelike. It's an action pl- platformer. You play as a space pirate ghost guy. Question mark. And Spooky you man. um have a hook, like he was saying, and you can hang and stuff. But you, most of the time, it's just really it's a two D platformer slash twin stick shooter which is kind of awkward because you can't really jump and aim at the same time very well because you have to move your thumb (sighs) unless you control the bumper jumper which i didn't do which dan discovered right yesterday before we no i knew this dave just didn't listen to me the first time he was (laughs) like told me i told him he was like that's not gonna help moving on and then i realized it later (laughs) that it would have helped well before before we even get to that the the controls because i think that's a big thing this is very much a gameplay game so Mm. the story i don't know you're a captain captain man you're Um, you're a ghost with a ship that shoots a giant hook and then you then you appear on the ship with your little hook right Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of hooks going I on. I mean, um, I guess we could t- we could touch on like the little ancillary things, like art, music. I thought it was pretty. 
it looks nice. Well, Got that oh, nice I love the art. Did you guys have me right away? Like, mm. you, you were into it from that. Like, when yeah, I first I, saw I, the I, game, I that's like why that's, I liked it. I felt like that was why Dan picked it. Because it I, is. When I look at it, and it screams Dan, because I feel like Dan is still in that mindset up that I was in when I was 12 in Blockbuster. Just like, that game oh, looks pretty. I'm it gonna play looks that game. great. I mean... It's predictable. It's kind of a dig, but anyway. Well, <laughs> it's not a dig. It's it's true. Like, when the boxes look... Dan loves art, aesthetics. Yeah, I do. Dan I'm a sucker aesthetics. for good art. And this is why I picked it. And then when I saw some of the gameplay, it looked cool. So I was like... It, yeah, it's Mega Man-esque by a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is like, my... The, I, you know, jumping around the shots, Jamie, your shots, having that inequality of shooting... Because like their shots go full, fully across the screen, but yours don't. Right. Mm. Well, yes. you can we get perks later about. on, but yeah. Yeah, so, but I have to earn them. I right. don't have time for that. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> well, well, when do we get to? Because like I think yeah. the art's nice, the music's nice, but like it's, this is really about the gameplay. So Dave, you said yeah. Mega Man ask. So a benefit you thought in that in yeah. that realm. I mean, like, like you it, could do a lot of stuff. You could do a Mega Man, right? You could wall jump, an X. Right. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. wall jump in this game. You know, you can't hook shot. But, which is like their main mechanic. But I also felt like it was just a distraction from killing the enemies. Mm, Dan, did you feel the same way? Because no, I kind of points that though. I didn't. I I used the hook shot to get around the map most of the time. Which is what was... you have to. Right, you have to. Yeah, but right, usually but like, it just like it like sped me up to the point that I got shot. Depending on how well, far away you were from the anchor that you're shooting. Well, on the point, so there were like before we kind of get to the structure of the boards, like there are. Like Dan was saying, it's like kind of these randomly, like almost like Steam World ties we talked about yeah. all the time. These ships are kind of randomly generated by boxes. So a lot yeah. like it remind me of like Rogue Legacy a lot. Yeah. Um. So those are all kind of random. The the boxes are kind of set though. Did anyone have a situation where they came to a room they've come to before? I have. Yeah, I did. Okay. It actually, yeah. it's made by Tribute, and I think they also made Crypt, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, and oh. that game and this game. Have, Shout out to episode two. Yeah, that game and this game have that in common, where they're both roguelikes with similar rooms. If I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, and they have the same kind of thing where it's like this board is three levels long. You have to do all three levels and to, to get to the boss. Right. Which got a little, but before we kind yeah, of get we'll, there, because like, sticking with the controls. So like Dan, when you got to the, there are the rooms that you, you know, there's a chest you want to get to, so you get some money. There are rooms you just have to kind of navigate through with traps, and there's these kind of like attack rooms where you have to fight these enemies to progress. When you were in those attack rooms, did you use the hook shot a lot? Yeah, I did. The flint hook, whatever. To fight, it is? Well, you yeah. have to use them to get rid of enemy shields sometimes, and you also uh, yes, it's a good way to get out of a pinch because uh, you don't move as fast on foot as you do with the hook. Mm-hmm. So that mm. was that was pretty it's much like that. How I use Widowmaker's hook to escape. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. See, but I felt similar to Dave, where in those situations where like combat heavy, I felt like using the hook shock really got me in trouble. Yeah. So so my strategy was really trying to move as little as possible. That's when I had my myself most success. In an angle. Was when I was like, I'm I'm just I'm gonna stay right here. I yeah. will wait for Weird. them. <laughs> I was like, yes. you come to me, sir. So I find that really interesting because like my favorite points of this game were when I could like hop around. Cause, all right, just to I with playing with the bumper jumper. You're jumping with the right bumper and you're hook shotting with the right trigger, and you can now your thumbs are just free. Wait, to what do you consider to the, a bumper? The t- the front R1. one. The front was the bumper. R one is the, the bumper. R two is the trigger. I, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, and so you. <laughs> I mean, when you, it's, that's it, Xbox made it so. Right. That's, there's yes. an LB, RB, mm-hmm. L two, R two, left trigger, left bumper. 
right Xbox bumper. made it. Right well, Xbox turned them into triggers. But so when you do defined that, though, it, I'm just saying they defined yeah. them as bumpers. That's what I'm saying. And a bump you when you, you watch yourself when you do that. The right <laughs> thumb becomes it fires automatically. You don't have to hit the fire button. You just shoot, which is mm. when that whole need to your thumbs are only doing one thing at a time now. So I'm not sure yeah. why that wasn't the default controls because that kind of made the I, game to me. Yeah, and I thought, especially in the combat scenarios, I felt much more well-equipped with that kind of twin-stick mentality as opposed to having to jam the square button. But then on the same point, like I felt maybe it's because I wasn't as used to it, but then I had trouble kind of getting around as easily. Like I had to kind of think, okay, R1 jump, R, or yeah. R2 kind you of use my So like I kept... Yeah. yeah, and I don't think I kind of gave myself enough Because you spent so much one. time playing 2D platformers with X's jump, or yes. that button and, as jump. And, and, that, and that kind of felt natural, but like Dave, you were saying earlier, I kind of felt that my, my ability to kind of aim my shots was kind of yeah. very Because it limited. wasn't like Contra, where like you only ever had to shoot at like two angles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and like the one thing you kind of a benefit to you is that you can kind of shoot at any angle where enemies do have a kind of set patterns, but I think the, the overall thing, I think we all felt is this game is tough. It is yeah. hard. Tough game. It's hard. Yes. It's hard. Now how far do, yeah. How far did we all get? Who I never beat the first boss. It's, okay. This is a Dinosaur Machines achievement for me, because I, I, whenever I get farther than Dave, I'm like, whoa, that never there happens. It is. So I, wait, Dave did, Dave, did you get to the first boss? No, I never. Oh, man. I was like, wait, wait, I still have to get more ghost crystals? I, I've already cl- Oh, when I die, I lose all yeah. my ghost crystals. And, and I won't then lie. I, and then I, I was like, that. I'm not playing anymore. Yeah. When I made that realization <laughs> that like I was just never going to get all my ghost crystals, I was like, this is not worth it. Yeah, because they're in it, and especially I think Dan and I, Dan, did you get to the second boss? I didn't, but I'm one ghost crystal away right now from hitting oh, okay. the fourth one I, and then going in there and probably losing because you have to fight uh, him a couple times, I'm sure. I also yeah, kind of wish you I, know, when you're on the stage select screen and like you can go to different ships and it's like gives you the label and a quick description of what that might mean. Mm-hmm. Mm. I wish it was a little yeah. clearer what the actual. Oh, meant. about the, all the so okay. Like, so what Dave's talking about? Yeah, yeah. every every jazz. ship comes with uh, I don't want to call them perks, modifications. Whether they yeah, be good or bad fun. is whatever. It's locked random. Down, which I assume and, meant yeah. like there, there's locked doors. Right, and they're pretty yes. vague. Right, like yeah. Some, yeah. some of them like, are. I want it spelled out for me. Why do I have to guess? See, but sometimes that was, that was kind of cool. It was like Labyrinth. Look, I'm like, okay, I can figure that yeah. out. But then there was like Battalion versus uh, something else. I was like, okay, I think there are a lot of enemies. Right. But then there's other really scary things like Asphyxiation. I was like, yeah. that sounds scary. I will never go on a ship with that. I don't know what that is. I, um, yeah, I got to the second boss twice. And like to speak to that Dave's point, that is kind of, you know, like any roguelike, like there's the balance of you're making progress versus you kind of get wiped. It has that arcadiness, like next machina, like nuclear throne we played back in the day where it's kind of like, how is this run going to go? And there's Mm -hmm. there's all these various factors that are going to play into that. Mm -hmm. But you know, when we were playing a crypt and Necronancer back in the day, I remember saying that like, I thought one frustrating thing was you got these diamonds, which Mm -hmm. you would keep and those would allow you to lock more items, which kind of helped you out. This, I think, and that, but the problem with that encrypt was, I think they kind of lost their value very quickly mm-hmm. because really by the time you beat the first world, you have most of the items. So really, what mm-hmm. does it matter? This one I actually thought was a little bit better with, yeah. you are looking for those, those things you get at the end, but then you also get those green things. Right. I don't know what they're you called. You get yeah, money to unlock. On the black market. 
the black market yeah, items. Yeah, so you can unlock different perks. You yeah. can unlock different, and you're also gaining experience. Yeah. So as you gain levels, there's you get so like many relics to like. I collected one. Oh, I got a, I got probably got like seven or eight. I got three. And, ah, yeah. see, there's things. It's like a relic room. Yeah, it would be a modifier. It's like okay, there's a relic here. Right. But I mean, they don't really do much. But so like, there is. I think there is a balance of you are even though like when you die and it is extremely frustrating yeah. dave that's what the point i was trying to make like you will spend 20 25 minutes going through these boards but if you don't get to the boss and you die it's over it's yeah. done and you have to start from the beginning once you beat a boss you don't have to go through like that whole realm again you kind of start at the next this character collect screen see I, but i th- oh, i was gonna say i know this is like a running theme with me but i feel like this is a game that if I had in the 90s would have been like my game of the summer. I am going to beat this game, you yeah. know, and I can yeah. spend all my whatever free time where I had was bored playing this mm-hmm. game, you know? Yeah. And I think like, like I was mentioning next Machina earlier, like I think there is very much an element. It's like, let's see how this run goes. Like you can play it in 40 minute tr- chunks and you feel like, okay, let's see how I do on this run. But there is kind of the law of diminishing returns with it where you are getting those things to upgrade things. But by that point where I was, like, I got to the second boss, like I said, twice, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't get to beat yeah. him. I was getting to what I would need to play through that second world probably two or three times before mm-hmm. I would get anything I could buy. So it's like, right. well, really, it's just up for me to do better at this point yeah it, it got there and the one thing that once i hit the second world you know first world's three monster coins which is three successful levels yeah. in a mm. row and then the boss and then the second world is four and i'm like oh boy by the time this game is over i'm gonna have to do six in a row and then beat a boss and that yeah, seemed i was like that lot. i hope it caps off somewhere in there i don't think it's going to and uh, that seemed like a lot of work, but maybe it goes faster. I can't speak to that because I didn't, I couldn't get farther than I did for now. Yeah, I mean, like, so, so Dan, you got pretty far. Like, what was your, in terms of, like, perks, like, what was your strategies? What did you bring into I was just the things? giving myself as much. I gave myself as much HP as possible, and I used the HP, uh, whatever negates the enemy's HP as much as possible mm-hmm. to just get through fights faster. So I could focus yeah. on the platforming because I felt like that killed me more than enemies after that. Because, oh, definitely. I would okay. agree with that. You know, the platforming was, you know, I got good with the hook, but like I only just learned about the inertia physics that Dave was talking about earlier. Like yesterday, I was like, why am I moving faster and then slower? I'm like, it has to do with when I hit it, doesn't it? And then I figured that out. But um, mm. definitely the platforming that- is challenging because that's the whole game's mechanic. And they put a lot of effort into making that the hardest part. Yeah, and there was a lot of points, actually, too. It's like, uh, this is a game you really kind of really need to be patient. Yeah. Like, I got into the habit, every time I got to a new room, pause, mm-hmm. stop, look at everything you can see, because a lot of the times we're talking about those environmental problems. Cause you damage. Yeah, maybe like, that cause would you kill you, but it would kill you in the next room, because you wouldn't have taken that damage if you were careful. Oh. Yeah, and I just didn't <laughs> see it. Like, there's so many little things, so many things that are moving. Oh, like, there was, sometimes, there was like, a spike there's there. so much crap. It was kind of hidden yeah. behind that thing. Yeah, they, yeah. there were some things in the art that kind of, they're hazards, and they should be a little more obvious. It's mainly thinking of those mine balls, like the oh, spike. yes. They're so dark I, and chill. I know what chill. you're talking about. I always saw them as part of the background, but I Me always too. was smart enough to not hit them. Oh. Well, I, I but I was like, I was like, oh, that's that's a, that's a spike ball, but it looks like it's part of the background. It's like yeah. the same color as the as the background. Yeah, yeah, and then like there's the spike traps that come up, but they're like in the floor, so yeah. those the type of floor would get me a lot. Yeah, it just and raise it, when you touch the floor, right? Yeah, and there's a lot of things where you know 
and they're nice. Like you, Dave, you mentioned Mega Man X earlier, where they are pretty significant for most boards. We'll say the the ones where you have to combat, not so much. But where you first enter a board, where it is the traversal, they don't. You're not in danger the minute you enter the room, so you really can kind of stop and yeah. see. But when you're going through room, through room, through room, there is the desire to kind of let let me keep moving. Yeah. Let me keep, kind of keep going here. Um. And so for perks for me, actually, like I got two of the things that made your blaster go farther. Yeah, oh, and I was huge. like, "This is awesome!" Yeah. So I, I was always using that. I was same thing with Dan. I was trying to use like a lot as much HP. I usually had like one thirty before oh, yeah, I would kind of get to. I think or something. Like yeah. That. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There was some XP things I would take, but there was never thing anything else I felt really changed the gameplay. And I, I was makes me think of like back when we were playing like Clear Throne faster. Like, I know there's things out there. I actually found one time, if anything, that made your blaster bigger. So it was like this big I got wall. that during a level from uh, some big, evil-looking person. And yeah. they gave it Another to me. Another one that like, makes your ball get... bounce from, from yeah. the board once. That yeah, was, that was, and they're out cool there. And I kind of wish those things would happen a little bit more often. Like, I was thinking with Nuclear Throne, like, every time you get a mutation, it kind of could dramatically change yeah. the type of yeah. game that you're playing. Like, I felt like those things just never came up often enough. Where I was like, okay, this can really change things for me. It just felt very, as if one thing I'm going to knock it for, I never found a perk that really changed the type of way I would play, yeah. which I was kind of hoping for. Um, you know what I was what, annoyed by? Um, was... Yeah. Um, like, there are enemies who hurt you from touch, and there are enemies that can that can shoot you, right? Mm-hmm. But I wanted, I just wanted to be able to jump on some enemies' heads. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I didn't Mario, like that. Bro. I get that. Everyone was a hazard to touch. Yes. Yeah. And... And there's like the pattern pattern recognition for those things. Like then there's the green versions of enemies, which are like the, spectral, the harder versions. The spectral yeah. versions of the crew. And then like you know, but you do have things at your disposal. You have your hook shot. You have your weapon. How'd you guys? Did you guys use sub weapons a lot? I think I used the bomb once. Uh, <laughs> I I used the spinning skulls. I liked them because they're also they act as shields. But I mm-hmm. I kind of wish mm-hmm. that they run a charger like the timer. Like the slowdown mechanic was cool. And I thought that they were a little. It was annoying that it was gone in one charge. I'm like, well, you want to like it. be more it. Castlevania, where it's like you pick up hearts and then you can use it that many times. Yeah, because yeah, they, cause they I, didn't change the game, as Mark was saying. They didn't change the game that much, so why limit me to one? You know, because like I, it's making me enjoy it differently, and like, oh, it's gone. Back to the gun. Yeah, and I was on that point. Like, I was always hesitant to use it yeah. because I was like, what if I'm gonna you need this in it. the next room? Yeah, yeah. Like, I I ended yeah, up getting one fun. finally that. Gave you like a temporary invincibility. It was like a, a diver's helmet. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So when I would literally get one, like on board one or two, I was like, I'm going to wait till the boss to use it because I don't know when I'm going to get another one. And this is perfect bomb. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I'll get another bomb. So I, I agree with I think that would have been another definitely thing that I would have enjoyed more if it was like, even if it's a long charger, but it's just like, oh, I don't lose it. I just have to wait till the charge comes back. Right. Um, So. I guess we could start kind of pulling this together. Dave, I think you were definitely the most down on it. Yeah. Just not not feeling it. It's just was like, it, it, was like too, it was like too grueling. Like, like getting the ghost gems wiped from me after a death. Like, like I know it. that's the nature of the roguelike, but I just don't think I like roguelikes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's fair. That, that bummed me out. I wish there was a way to save the, the ghost gems because you do put a lot of work 
And you get some of that back by all the rewards you get. I will say this game did a good job of punishing me if I got too greedy. Like there were certain levels that I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I should go get that room I skipped out on. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some sweet loot up there, and then I would die. I was always like, it's not. Wor- I was like, it's never worth the risk. Yeah. I'll just keep going. Well, that's the way I'm playing <laughs> the game now. And if I keep going on it, of course, I always say this, but I never do. But if I keep playing it, uh, now it's like I'm in a place where like I'm just gonna get through these ships. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm only if I play again, I, I just want to try with the bumper jumper controls just to see yeah. what it's like. It's definitely. Yeah. I mean, I I do think. Is the car going nuts? I I do think it's, um, <laughs> it's the way the game outside. should have been. Like I know that like I think we're in a stage now of platformers and all that where like because it was a cool combination of twin stick shooter mm-hmm. and like a you know jumping platformer and like my hands weren't. I always think good controls yeah. make your hands don't you don't dance around the controller a lot. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and that's what I found. But I felt like, like Owlboy did a lot better of a job of that than like because you had to aim and yeah. shoot and all that and mm-hmm. I never felt like it was awkward yeah but i don't find mm-hmm. i don't remember my hand moving around the controller a lot just because you, you weren't ever jumping you were just flying it's true yeah so you were flying so as an owl that's what i'm saying it was like the same stationary <laughs> kind of controls yeah in a sense yeah i i think in the kind of just to, to put my final bow in it like i think this game was a very interesting mix of arcadiness and roguelike where yeah. it was random and you were slowly kind of getting better and stronger with certain aspects you know, although it kind of, like I said, the law of diminishing returns, it took harder to longer. But I, I think kind of like with you, Dave, like I think this is a good, solid game. If people are like, I need like a good roguelike, what would you say? I would definitely recommend this. But I feel like for me personally, I get frustrated with games where there's only so, not frustrated, but there's only so much time I'm willing to dedicate to a game where when I spend 40 minutes, I don't get anything besides the actual gameplay, like in terms of me progressing mm. further. I'm back at square one after those 40 minutes. Like I'll always, I'll always remember one of my biggest frustrations with a trophy story, Mm -hmm. uh, dead space Two, one of my favorite series, dead space, dead space one, possibly the greatest survival horror game ever. Don't take it back. Dead space two had this trophy where you have to beat the game on hardcore mode. Hardcore mode was you can only save three times during the entire game. So if you died, depending on when you save, you could lose hours. So I remember, okay, these were the three points that you're going to save. I'm going to see if I'm going to get there. And I got like three and a half hours in and I died on something stupid. And I was like, that's it. The time's gone. And yes, if you're playing for the experience and the fun, yes, it was there. <laughs> but, but who wants that garbage? There's too many games to play. There's too many stories to experience. It's fun. But if I don't feel like I'm making progress with every time I put it, yeah. I grab the controller yeah. I, I I eventually have to put it away, and that's kind of where I left off with this game. Like, I really wanted to beat that second boss. I got to him twice with 130 health, and I got him down to about half, but I died, and I was just like, well, there was the last 40 minutes. Right. Done. See, it's, it's funny, because if this game were in the arcades, we wouldn't think twice about, oh, I played for a half hour. I spent three bucks on it. I I had fun. But, like, if uh, I think well, Crazy Taxi behind me was really impressed. Arcade games would have been like, continue, throw some more money in there, and you'd pick up right where you were. They right, so I guess maybe... The beginning. I get this game would have benefited from a... Unless it was like Pac-Man. Like, you're making but all this I money through defeats, the levels. It would I have, think that defeats the purpose of it, because it really is kind of like a skill thing. Like It's not really true, because it's short. It's only, you know, four or five bosses. Like, 
it's it's meant to, and you like you can play them through with the harder mm-hmm. difficulty. But it is about you know kind of like Nuclear Throne and all those things. It is yeah. about kind of look how good skilled you are. Yeah, and there is there's a market it's a, for like that. It's like a high school based game. It's like it's like see how good you can actually be at this game in order to right. be. Remember that one run you had that was epic. Epic. Yeah. So. One of the little frustrations I was a little frustrated that after you beat the first boss, all your you still kind of reset when you go for the second one. What's that? I was hoping to have all that stuff still. What stuff? You don't like, lose like, anything. Like your coins and your um, all your money. No, you keep yeah, your like money. All, you keep your money. Uh, you it, it, the whole bounty is for three thousand coins. The first one, and, and you, you keep that. And you have th- you do you keep that, and then you uh, use it. Don't for, recall this. Yeah, maybe, why else maybe they, Mark died immediately. That would be the worst. It's, it's highly possible because that second thing has a little learning curve. Very well, Dan. We'll give you the final word because yeah. it was your game. I mean, I liked it a lot. The the music, especially in the second level, and the gameplay felt very Mega Man with a grappling hook. I, w- I wish I heard that music. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Sayoid podcast with Mark Damon Dion. The Sayoid, <laughs> but um. <laughs> You know, I liked it a lot. I definitely had its flaws. Gameplay was not one of them, though. Like, progression was the flaw. Mm-hmm. The gameplay to me felt so cool, and the, the grappling hook was a lot of fun. And it was fun to learn it, because it was definitely, like, rhythmic after a while. So, mm-hmm. it was good. But they could have definitely buttoned up the progression in a way that made it feel a little less, oh, well, there goes all that time, thanks. But I still yeah. liked it. I th- maybe if they would have made the first, if they would have stretched out the the bounties to be, like, get the first boss in one ghost gem you know you know yeah like that that that's what killed me like i the killed the first one has to get you three ha- takes you three to get to him yeah and then the mm-hmm. fourth like, like i never got to four. three like <laughs> i would have loved it if they stopped like all right you got your three you met him once all right now be one more level and then he'll catch up to him on his escape and then you'll fight him again like something a little less grindy than what we have yeah but i Fair digress enough. i still kind of liked it i would recommend other roguelikes over this one honestly not as a first roguelike. Well, they're all hard. They're all they all have that annoying enough. quirk, to be honest. But regardless, they're all annoying. Yeah, <laughs> they're all annoying. But like at least right. with Nuclear Throne, you could choose a different character and ha- experience different gameplay. Like if that was if what That's you were doing true. wasn't working for you. Yeah. Right. There was another route to take. If you're like, oh, I don't want to play as fish this time. I don't care about the dodge. Dave only played as fish this was every time. Anyway, so Flint like to play as eh. eyes. Eyes. <laughs> I like crystal. Anyway, final segment of the nighttime. Whoa! Do you smell what the drivel taste maker's cooking? Guys, I believe that there's a drivel taste maker on your horizons. What is is that? The brogue again. Don't you potato? A tastemaker beyond the horizon. <laughs> That's way better. <laughs> Dave's our very good. Very on yonder though, window break. Dave's like <laughs> current scoreboard as it stands today in typical fashion Shakerian after part, a Dan part. one. Mark point five. Whatever. Dave point five. Yes. You guys are That's my problem. I'm dealing with two people who grew up next to each other, and you're matched. You're you here together we are matched i would agree with this oh. <laughs> well dave's asking tonight so we can't be matched no. it's, it's me versus you dan i know it's terrible so so let's our, see what do you got dave i got i got ourselves a joseph special yeah a joseph right. special oh, what's boy. that doing dave another <laughs> synonym challenge it's the joseph special Shut inspired up. by uh our one of our fans uh 
enjoyment of the synonym challenge. Yeah. Your Joe, creation, Mark. Look at it. Here it so, is. Joe. <laughs> I wanted to let you guys in on his high school nickname. We called him Joe Moo in high school. Joe Moo? So I think we should call this the Joe Moo Choose Challenge. The Joe Moo's Chew Challenge. That sounds know. like a mouthful. But it has to have synonym in it. Um, <laughs> the, the Joe Moo Cow Joe, Challenge? I don't know. Joe, <laughs> Joe, when you hear this, give us a better suggestion. Yeah, please. Yeah. That. But it's definitely, we're naming name. the synonym challenge <laughs> after you, so let's let's move forward. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm Thanks, ready. Joe. All right. Cracking the thing. So here, here we go. I will keep score. Do you want boop and beep? What do you want Wait, to do? what if the, whoa, what if whoa. someone's never? This right. is the first so episode challenge. To. What is the synonym challenge, Dave? Is a is an instance where I give you a title that is synonyms for the actual title of the game. Okay. I can't do it with Flint Hook because I don't know what is. It's like Spark Rock. Stone. No, Spark. Spark. Stone. Spark Rock would be Flint. So I'm like, you can't. What is Flint? Spark. Oh, just, Flint is a spark. rock, though. Yeah. It's, but it's a okay. rock name anyway, for Spark. All right, we're failing. We're failing. That's what I'm anyway, like I can't. Yeah. I don't have a you, synonym for Flint. Anyway, <laughs> that's my problem. Road Brawler, Street so Fighter. So if I did it, if you did it for example. Overwatch, it would be like whatever above above <laughs> above clock. Above clock. Sure. Okay, so moving on. Okay. Sure. Anyway, Let's, or like uh, I, I said today, uh, Pentagram Vixen. What was that? I hated one, that. Uh, Star Fox, Star Fox, Mark. It's Star Fox. Pentagram Vixen. Do you want to drive to New York and hit him, or should I? Foxy lady. All right. Um, so, in terms of sounds, I want a uh, shing, oh. like a hook being launched. I take Florp, which Florp? is uh, okay. the sound of Dave throwing the controller on the couch. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> a gentle throw. Okay. okay. Here it's we go. Couch. Number one. Wait, how many rounds are <laughs> I have um I have nine and a tenth bonus one. Oh my god. Okay, so five wins. Okay. Yeah. Oh Ready. okay. Uh number one is fractured time. Fractured time. What? Wait, is that it's fractured synonym. time? Synonym. Synonym. Yeah, like time is not a word Floor. in there. Yes. Broken, okay. broken age. It is broken age. Oh, I was thinking time splitter. So I was like, no, it's got time in it. <laughs> broken age. Great game. Platinum bit. <laughs> Next is being is awkward. Being is awkward. Oh, for. Yes, Dan. Life is we uh, strange. Life is strange. Life is strange. That's right. <laughs> I thought game of platinum. Uh, this is terrible. I almost Wait, said I life is weird. But <laughs> I need I need I need to pause. Why? Because I'm beating right the heck now? out of you right yeah, now. Yeah, Dan is destroying you game. on games that I need you platinum. To... Seriously, oh, Life is Strange is so. This is good. your creation. Have, to... have you guys played Life I is have. Strange? No, I've never played it. I ratted the kid oh, out. God. Stupid jerk. Ratted the kid out. And then out. he punched should... my boyfriend. Oh, Stupid excellent. jerk. And you didn't have a boyfriend. Oh, right. right. Exactly. Seen you yeah. talking about. It's not your boyfriend. Anyway. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Notorious earliest glow. Florp. Oh, oh, God. Yes, Dave. <laughs> Infamous second son. Nope. What? No, wait. Shing. Yes. Wait, say it again. Notorious. Notorious oh. earliest glow. Earliest I can't glow. flop again, can I? No. Oh, no. It's it's infamous first light. Yeah. That's correct. Mark. I gave it yes. to you. You didn't know what the heck was Ooh. going on until I gave it to Ooh. you. Yeah, I was thinking Metro first. Oh, like, what? That's what it is. Mark. <laughs> what? Stop God, thinking about up. the literal titles. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Number four is 
contorted steel. Oh, it's a string. Yes. Twist the middle. That's right. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Anytime, man. Stupid. Shout out to Twist the Little Black where the cop gets shot in the eye in the end. Spoilers. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler. All right. This number five is Incomplete Heron. What? Say that again. Incomplete Heron? Yes. Oh, oh, a- incomplete oh. Incomplete Heron. Whoa. Fish. <laughs> oh, uh, Florp. Yes, Dan. Unfinished business? Um, no. No. That's not a game. Oh, wait, Shing. Yes. Uh, unfinished Swan. That's right. <laughs> oh, what I thought you said Mark Aaron. takes the lead. I thought you said Unfinished Aaron. business? What is that? You think you're risky business? Oh, no, wow. With the guy dances in his underwear. That's not just any guy. <laughs> That's Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number Ooh, six right. is Distant Shout. Oh, Shing? Yes, Mark. Far Cry. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, come on. No. That's, that makes it four to two. I know this. The Epic comeback. Point game. Wait, wait. I, I gotta I gotta get Keep loose, dancing. Goosey. You jerk. Match uh, point. <laughs> All right, number seven is Enormous Goblet. 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 Yes. In case it sounded like Goblin, which it is not. It did for a second. <laughs> Enormous goblet. goblet. Florp. Yes, Dan. Massive chalice. That's right. Massive chalice. Yeah, that's right, Mark. That game. That's right, what Mark. Game is this? Massive it's a chalice. Twi- it's a double fine game. It, it's their oh. turn-based strategy. Yeah, game. maybe if you uh, pay more attention on the internet, you know. I will. I will fight you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Number eight is flawless black. The shing. Yes, Mark. That's perfect dark. No! That's right. Oh, that's you not true. Just to just to see what would have happened. That's impossible. You, you have the win. No 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 shame. No I feel crime. shamed. I'll give it to you, Dan. Unless I get it first. Okay. Foxtrot Waltz Shake Up. Waltz Shake Up. That's the synonym? Oh oh um Jing? Yeah. Dance Mark? Dance Revolution. That's right. Oh, <laughs> You got this idea today. Oh man, Dan! I know exactly you, when he got that idea. I hate it. How, how you feeling, Dan? And feeling? my you my good? tenth bonus one was mystery of MP. Mystery of oh something magic. MP mystery of what is that? Mystery of MP. Mm-hmm. MP. Very so nerdy. Something of magic. Uh, something of magic. Oh. Uh, mystery, mystery, enigma. <laughs> What's another name for a mystery? I don't even know what MP would be. I don't even know what this is. It's got to be magic. No, right? that's not initials. MP. Oh, What's MP? Oh, oh Florp. Yes. Secret of Mana. That's right, Dan. Oh, Secret of Mana. <laughs> I should win oh. based on that. You know what I like about Secret of Mana? You can find Santa Claus in that game. <laughs> um, awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. You can go to the North Pole. Well, He's look, there. Mark, well-earned victory. You cheated. Dan, I saw you. you gave me a good run there, baby. I had a slow start, but then what's the Magra's, the Magra Cracks perfect firing in all dark. cylinders, baby? You know how many yeah. hours of Perfect Dark Dave and I played? More than me. Like four, 400 hours, maybe. I know, it's 64, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah, when we were playing Perfect Dark, 
it stopped it, after you've crossed the 24 hour mark it starts measuring your time in days like that's where we were and we were it, we were in days that's awesome and remember turtle dave where turtle was always our teammate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like laptop guns everywhere. Good, yeah. good times for anyway. turtle, huh? I was there. Yeah. Times oh. <laughs> I remember this that is... too. But uh, controversial statement: Perfect Dark, Ooh. definitely not as good as people remember it. Today. Oh, I'm sure. Like even not. that first one no. was garbage, but we Probably. enjoyed it because it was kind of like Golden Eye. The best of the not. age. It was the same engine, right? Rare was like, let's make a non-James Bond game, and they just made Perfect Dark. Right? They're going to make Sea of Thieves, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, sure. Let's talk about that. Well, look, <laughs> it's about time we signed Rare off. Rare is making Sea of Thieves? Yes, and they are yeah. hiring well, right now, apparently. But see, but it's a funny thing. It's like when we think of Rare, like everyone who made Donkey Kong Country is not on You're Rare like, is dead. They're all dead. <laughs> it's like a when a band is still going, like, you know, Queen without Freddie Mercury. Is that really Queen? I mean, come on. It's Come on. It's not Freddie. It's not Freddie. It's not Queen, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. That's right. So, to like, the dinosaur machine like for next week. Next time's podcast. Oh, Fire I, up the machine, oh, Dave. Hey, what are we playing next week? I can't move on with my life until I know. Let uh, me share. Mark, what's machine. your guess? Let me sham a screen. Brought to you by, wait, brought to you by Swift. Your face. Um, what are these things where you pick up the dust? Swiffer? Swiffer. Swiffer. Wow. Hey, Swiffer, you hear Swiffer. that? We're, we're giving you free advertising. <laughs> I'm just, I always just look at what's up. Clean up me. your dirty so, crud. We have an answer. It's what remains of Edith Finch. Whoa, hey. Hey, we mentioned uh, Unfinished Swan. This is their second game. Um, rigged. I know it's like a house, and there's like the Finch family, and they're all dead. Oh, wow. And you find out how they all die. Well, and it's supposed to be, from what I've heard, it's like you want to immediately, ever after playing each scene, you want to find somebody and talk to them about it. Oh, no. So I thought it would be a good, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be an upper. Great. Yeah. Wait. So, it's be a is this official? Your games are spoken for this season, Mark. Were those both of your games? No, I picked Black with. No. Oh, so we're, we're wow. This is good. One. We're never. This is another one, one, one. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Look at so us. What remains of Edith Finch next time on the Dinosaur Machine podcast? But you listen to this podcast, and hey, thanks a lot for listening to this podcast. We appreciate it. And if you liked it, you can let us know. Via the, the iTunes ratings, or you can give us a little like on the SoundCloud page, or I don't even know what Stitcher does. They give you a stitch, get an and extra stitch. Mark, it's funny you mentioned liking. You should also go to our Facebook page and like that, because there's all yeah. sorts of fun happening on that. It's crazy. There's gifts. Wow. And you post on there? You, oh, there's sell gifts. it, guys. You post, you post on the Facebook page, one of us is going to be like, hey, Let's talk about That's something, right. and we'll, we'll we'll bring up a topic. I'll talk like, to you right. Uh, I'll talk. To, I'll call you up on the phone. If you, <laughs> you will, if you give him this number, Dan will call you. It's not going to be a good conversation. I'm like, hey, that's it. But if phone calls so are you, thing, you can reach out on the Twitters, where we can reach us at Dino underscore Machine. Do you want to hear my terrible pirate accent? It's no. Irish. <laughs> yeah, I it's am like on the phone with you. <laughs> Stay you away from me, Lucky Charms. If you want to reach oh out God. individually to one of us, you could reach out to me personally at at MagroCraig. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Daniel Mac. And all of that is on Twitter. They didn't say that, but it is. Yeah. And this was episode 33 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. Perfect dark, not that good. What? Enjoy.
Oh my god, when when I said the Joey special before, I was trying not to make the Friends reference. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> we, we even ordered the Joey special. Two pizzas? <laughs> Our Joey is way better than Joey from Friends. Yeah, he's Spoilers. Right. He would eat two pizzas, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can bring it up with them next time.